He's Jalen. And she's Jalen. <laughs> we be talking. Who's how's your <laughs> day been? My day's been good. I've been, I, I was, so earlier today, I was thinking about the last podcast we did since you texted me earlier. And I was like, just reminiscing, you know, nostalgic for the last, what was it, two weeks ago? But I was, I was on YouTube and there was like a Star Wars YouTuber that was recommended to me because the algorithm despises me. And it's like some garbage short little clip because you know how YouTube has like TikToks now, basically? It's like YouTube shorts or something. I don't go on YouTube much because I'm not a nerd. Well, I'm on YouTube quite often. <laughs> when I'm on it on my phone, they'll recommend these like shorts, which are just basically TikToks. But the whole thing was just this dude being upset about Star Wars stuff because he's like, the lore. And I don't know. It just, it made me feel weird because I'm like, am I just wrong? Like, do a lot of people actually care about Star Wars lore to the point where like it'll wreck movies for them? Because I feel like in my perspective, it's like, this is clearly a niche audience. And I think that's fine for whoever's making the video. They know it's niche. But like, they were so angry. They're like, how can she possibly go light speed and hit all these spaceships? Why didn't they just do that in every movie? And I'm like, I don't know, because it was fucking cool looking when they did it. It's like, why would you not include that in the movie? It looked super fucking cool. It was, it was just, also like 1975 or something when the first one came out. I said I'm saying. Sorry, I feel, sorry, sorry. Yeah, fourth, one, fourth in, one. Okay, fourth one. We get it. True? Oh, yeah, yeah. No, you're right. <laughs> I, I'm getting it now. But like, that's my thing. I don't know. It was just kind of weird because I was like, I feel like people were grabbing on so much to things to hate for some reason. And I feel like that's kind of plagued a lot of the new Star Wars. I mean, there are some really garbage parts about them. Don't get me wrong. Like, I don't know. People were caring about the weirdest things. It's like it has space wizards. I don't know. Don't take it too serious. But that's basically what my day has been. You do? Yeah, I feel that way about a lot of movies. People are always like, how are they affording that, like, that L.A. apartment? They're literally working Uh, no job. And I'm like, it's a movie. It's a literal (laughs) movie. They actually make a lot of money in real life. (laughs) Think about it that way. You broke the fourth wall for all these people. Like, how are they doing this? And like, it's a movie. They're like, the fuck you mean and they're just so upset <laughs> so you're lying i just think people don't know how to enjoy things I, that is a real thing i think there are times where people just don't enjoy things I, I think it also depends a lot on like how passionate you are like if you feel super passionate about star wars lore i guess so but like i don't know just don't be that's like the lamest thing to be passionate about you heard it here first don't whoa 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 i know hot breaking takes. news Galen Post hates Star Wars fans. Put that on a put Canceled. that on the tin. Put that on the box. Canceled. <laughs> oh no. This is gonna be the actual one thing I'm canceled for. I could do the most terrible things on this podcast. The Star Wars fans will find me. They will. And they will hunt you down. And then they're gonna get their Lord of the Rings fans. <sighs> they're ravenous. You. And then dare I say Disney adults and Harry Potter fans coming for you. Disney adults are tough. We're like, did you know the live action Cinderella is actually better? I'm like, I didn't know that. I don't care. It's Cinderella. What the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> like, what? I don't know. Maybe I'm just cynical. Emma Watson did kind of go hard on being the beast, though. <laughs> <laughs> she did, but it was kind of also a weird movie. I don't know. Was it? I feel like, yeah. You're not into I mean, bestiality? <laughs> I guess I wasn't thinking about it in that context. I don't know. There's just weird parts of those movies that I feel like don't make sense nowadays. I mean, I mean, but 
are you becoming the thing you hate probably oh it's just i think i'm that one i'm the most (laughs) no i can appreciate the movie i think the funny thing is just like I don't know. It's a it's a Disney movie that's like a princess movie. And I think the tough part is that the audience is clearly children. And like that doesn't mean I can't enjoy it. I just think that people view like everything needs to be for them, which I think is wrong. I don't know. Like obviously I was like, ha, Cinderella's so stupid. But like I get it's a kids' movie, so I don't actually hate it. It's mostly a meme. But I feel like some people take stuff like that and make it way too serious. Like Star Wars is basically for kids. I'm wearing a Star Wars t-shirt. Oh, I just, I just realized. realized that. I just realized that too. I'm a big fan, actually. This Huge is actually fan. a crossover episode. Star Wars in Sharkboy and Lava Girl. Flame on. That would be objectively good, no matter how bad it is. That wouldn't be objectively good. That would just be good. <laughs> What's the difference? Can Wait you a imagine minute. <laughs> Taylor Lautner shooting the beams? Pew, pew, pew. I'm a shark. I can't lie to you, Jayla. It was really tough to imagine that. <laughs> There was a lot that had to go through my head to visualize that. It wasn't as easy as you were setting it up to be. Breaking news. Dalen Post has no imagination. It takes a lot of imagination. What? Oh, because of the stupid imagination episode. Damn it, Jalen. Making me look bad here. Like I got no imagination. Angrier than ever. Okay. Oh, this is one actual thing. Before we move on, past <laughs> movies, because I just thought of this, but this is really relevant and it's very quick. Did you hear that Netflix is doing a Scott Pilgrim like animated series? I did of, like, hear this, books? but I don't remember where I heard it from. Haven't watched anything about it. If there's anything up on the webs, I saw it on Twitter, and they made like a fan made poster for it, which is basically just the the comic book cover of one of the graphic novels. But I'm excited for it. I think it'll be interesting because like. I feel like the big thing is now in my head, these characters have voices. So it's almost tough to go back. You know what I mean? Yeah, that makes sense. Like Michael Sarah's got to play Scott Pilgrim or else it'll feel weird. Who could possibly be him? I know there's a game, but I don't know much about it. That's how I feel about like when movies are even like just in general of that. Like I'm thinking like when they make Miles Morales a real human being, like live oh. action, I'm going to be, I'm going to feel weird because I'm so used to the, the guy who plays him in the, um, into Spider-Verse. No, for sure. It will be weird. It'll be interesting. I mean, they have to deal with that all the time, but I don't know. But it's do also I tough if it's just, it all the time. that is true. It's also tough if they're just like strictly worse, right? I feel yeah. like it's going to be so hard to be better than Into the Spider-Verse. So that poor kid who has to act him is probably going to get roasted. Why don't they just use the same guy? Maybe he can't do the stunts, you know, all the incredible no, He's an amazing stunts. movie called Dope. Have I talked to you about Dope before? I feel like we discussed it, but I think about it all you, the time. You definitely talked to me about Dope before, but I didn't know he was well, in Dope. Three, well, he's the he's the main character. Three kids get into Bitcoin and start selling. Yeah, you did tell me exactly Rocky. about this. <laughs> you and then did he tell becomes me. Miles Morales. <laughs> I didn't even realize that this is before Miles' time. There is a drug dealer to Spider Man pipeline for sure. For sure. His uncle got him into a bad business oh no tom holland all right he's getting ready tom he's getting ready because of travis scott or whoever travis scott what who'd you even say was the guy that they were selling drugs for asap rocky breaking news post thinks i only like (laughs) 
No, don't say that. Are, you, are we talking about Joey Badass? Who are we talking about right now? The Migos, Jalen? I'm so confused. I just bring out every single rapper. Oh, God. I'm like, MF Actually, Doom, but he's Savage. dead. 21 Savage. Machine Gun Kelly. Everyone kills himself. Oh, God. Well, he's married to... He's engaged. He's engaged to Megan Fox now, which is wild. I saw a funny thing on Twitter that was just like, him and then like Pete Davidson and his couple is like there's only three couples of the same couple and it was pretty freaking funny because they do all look the same they're literally the same just in different fonts also you could have never told like 2008 me when I was watching Transformers that Megan Fox would be in the position she was in right now oh my god (laughs) yeah (laughs) I didn't know she was going to be relevant to my life in 2022 yeah I have no clue man Life's crazy, dude. Really is. Life's crazy, and then you marry Machine Gun Kelly. I also just need to say right here, right now, I have never heard a single song by this man. Neither have I. I just know of him by being a menace. (laughs) I know nothing else beyond that. (laughs) (laughs) It's like that meme where it's like everything I learned about this guy was against my will. Literally. basically what it is. And then eventually, you know, Jalen, when this podcast becomes huge and we're like Nardwar and we have to like interview Machine Gun Kelly, he's going to be like, you talk fucking shit. Episode two, 2022. I remember. And I'm like, fuck, dude, Machine Gun Kelly is going to kill me. I so, hate his I name. Him. What's his real name? <laughs> this is, that's what's on his birth that's certificate. His <laughs> First name Machine, last name, name Kelly. Kelly, middle name. I don't know, God. His name is Colson Baker. Honestly, oh. he kind of slaps. Like, I don't <laughs> I like the name Colson. Yeah, I Machine, feel like you can make Gun Baker. <laughs> Machine Gun Baker. I feel like you can make better rap names with a name like Colson. But you I don't know. literally been Colson something. Like, you could have yeah, but Colson Gun Kelly. Maybe it's also because he has a stupid name. He got like a lot of notoriety, you know, like what are the chances anyone would have heard of a guy without the name Machine Gun Kelly? Like if he was Coulson, I I think that having a stupid name goes a long way. I also, that's what they say about you. That's what I'm saying. Am I right, (laughs) Jalen? You're right, Jalen. Hey, you. Ah. So we're here today to talk about post-grad life. What's it been like? What we've been doing? How incredibly and sad it's been but also joyful and grateful and amazing woohoo yeah claps for that give me a clap post give me a clap thank you that's gonna sound great on the audio that's not gonna be bottomed out or anything (laughs) it's just gonna be like a muffled loud ass noise oh god post gives me the claps for oh no (laughs) oh no i hit my mic oh i hope no yeah but postgrad for me was honestly kind of difficult i feel like you're in college i don't know if Mm -hmm. you feel the same way post like you're in college and you think it feels like you're in the real world per se and then you get out of it and you're like that was the most controlled bubble i've ever been in my entire life and i didn't even realize it i'm serious do you not feel that no i think for sure, you're right. I, I've heard it described really well, and I feel like we've talked about this as like a, 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 a an adult summer camp in a lot of ways, especially freshman year. That's that's basically yeah. essentially what it is. You have like your dorms, and you you vibe there, and then like it feels like a fucking 
myth almost like you're telling me I can walk to class every day and then you do and you're like this is wild and so definitely it's way more controlled than we probably thought like just having the structure even if all of it wasn't like the funnest like going to classes isn't necessarily fun but just having the structure is always kind of nice because it kind of feels like you're always doing something or at least have something to do because it feels like very right now especially with all the COVID stuff and that's like a meme but it really is kind of the thing where there's not having structure leads to a lot of just like feeling of like wow what am I doing with my time nowadays yeah that's accurate I feel like when when I was in college like you like I you like subconsciously take for granted your friends being down the street from you at all times and it was literally mm-hmm. amazing and then you leave and then like people are like hours away and you have to schedule hangs scheduling <laughs> I, I have know. two planners now what a tragedy I know <laughs> but you're you're really not wrong though I mean it is crazy because like moving back to like outside of Atlanta like there are enough people living around to where it's like not like I'm completely lonely but there are some people that moved like out of state for their job like completely far away and that has to be like a crazy situation just like literally restarting your whole like social net completely from scratch is kind of a wild concept um I feel like I'm in a relatively good position with enough people living around Atlanta and like Athens is not ridiculously far it's far enough to like plan a day trip but it's not like I have to get a flight to go visit people you know you should you could actually fly your personal helicopter here I could my helicopter that I have if you're feeling like killing the environment today is that worse than driving oh for sure (laughs) are you sure about that like it's gonna be way quicker I'm actually a scientist oh I forgot that you got your degree in gas guzzling I guess I actually got my degree in being better than everybody, so. Oh, very humble. I got my (laughs) double majored in being better and being humble. (laughs) I hate you. Oh, God. But no, (laughs) kind of going back to that. I mean, like when Z and Isabel lived here, I was like 30 minutes away from them, which is like completely reasonable. But it it is a kind of weird concept that as you get older that that convenience just slowly dwindles away you know yeah. like college is like peak on a well I guess technically high school is peak if you like view it that way but college because you do after school stuff too like and they're literally walking distance or if you need to drive no more than like five minutes at any given point right America just in general is not built for walking so the fact that like colleges give you that chance is pretty crazy like, I'm never going to have that shot again to be able to be, like, that close to that many people. And my, like, basically, quote-unquote, place of work, which is school at the time. Well, you could obviously, you could always just, like, move into one, one move into your job, mm-hmm. your office. Even if it's, mm. if it's remote, even better. <laughs> yeah. You've got a remote job in your house. And then you've got all of your friends living in that house with you. Think about the rent cost. <laughs> You'd be paying a dollar minimum. A dollar. I have 450 friends in a quarter bedroom apartment. <laughs> you think rent's 450 for a quarter bedroom? It better be. That's not even one bedroom. <laughs> oh, God. That's another thing. Paying for literally everything in my life. 
Oh my gosh. No, it's a menace. It is, people always meme that, right? They're like, there should be a a class on taxes in high school. And it's like, well, I think that may be silly. There's some validity to it, especially with insurance. God, what, name a more complicated thing. Oh, wait, no, insurance. Insurance. Like, it's just like wonky, man. And it's like, you get so much of it and you have to pay. And it's like, I don't know. It feels like as you get older, there's just so many bills you have to keep track of. Yeah. I'm like, I don't even have that many right now, thankfully. But like, it's still like, I can, I can you. visualize. Is privileged. I Go am. You. I'm not paying rent, which is crazy. Um, but no, it's, <laughs> they're paying my rent. They're my, I put them down as guardians on my taxes. <laughs> Shark boy and lava they girl. They as dependents. <laughs> I don't even have to file. They do it for me. Thanks, Shark boy. That would be crazy if they did that for me. You're the best so nice. girl. <laughs> I appreciate it. But um, no, it's it's weird because there's a lot of things that happen abruptly and slowly when you leave college. Like abruptly, obviously, you move away from all your friends. But you can also like through the powers of the internet, you can keep in contact with them pretty good. But like there's also just the friends that you would not keep in contact with, but you do because they are close. You know what I mean? Yeah, like a lot of a lot of homies from Wesley, like I don't have any ill will towards them or anything, but I don't keep up with all of them. You know, like I'm not going to go out of my way to contact them because there's so much there's only so much social capital you can afford. But it is weird that like that is something that being close kind of provides. It, it really is that whole like sense of community, like my neighborhood, like I barely know my neighbors. It's like I've got really no sense of community here versus like in college, you kind of always do. Yeah. And I don't know. It's also, it really is how much work you put into it. Like I, I have friends that I plan to keep for life. Um, it's obviously going to, you know, be work on everyone's account to keep those friendships going. But also when you get more money, you can afford more trips and stuff is the hope, but the time is always a difficult thing. But I mean, you can definitely do it. It's not impossible. It just, you do lose a lot from moving. Yeah, I agree. I also think there's like this weird, like, I don't know and you kind of mentioned it like when you leave college like you start to like I guess experience a different side of yourself that you don't realize is there is there honestly like when you go from like that like we keep saying like the controlled environment to like going to I don't know like like with your internships or like with a job and like living a totally different place and like having no structure I mean you have a you have structure but a different type of structure than you did Mm -hmm. before and it just feels like a different you that you like, for me personally, I feel like it was like a different like type of person that I didn't even know like existed. And I literally feel like a different person than I was like two and a half years ago when I graduated, even though like when I was graduating, I was like, ah, oh, I've grown so much. This is me as an adult. And then like <laughs> a year later, I was like, I am a totally different person than I was a year ago. What is mm-hmm. happening to me? I don't know. It's just like this weird, like, and I feel like when I was in college, like, it, like, no one ever, like, talked to me about that, like, how much of yourself you're going to, like, lose, like, not in a depressing way, like, it's just, mm-hmm. like, a, you lose a lot of yourself, but then you gain a lot of different parts of yourself. I don't know if you've had that experience, but I feel like I've just been working through that for, like, the past couple of years. No, I get you. I think, I mean, there's the whole saying that, like, you never stop growing kind of deal, but it especially hits you when you're, like, transitioning through phases of life like that, right? Like, I'm sure having kids is, like, insane, and it's, like, 
I can't even begin to imagine what like me, if I ever have kids is going to be like, you know, yeah. like that's such a revolutionary thing. And I feel like college is the sleeper kind of that. Cause you feel like college is the whole thing is it's prepping you to become an adult and the sense of like, it's not actually, but like, that's kind of what you think while you're going through it. Like, Oh, it's going to lead to a career and stuff. But like, in reality, it's not really doing too much to actually provide that for you. And I think that it, it, the the interesting part is that like when I do an internship or when I have a job or you know anything that's not college in that sense, there's such a mind shift from college. You everything is up to you. Like you've already paid for it up front, or your parents, or your scholarships, or whatever. But it's paid for, right? It's up to you if you want to go and get the education and do good on this stuff. Obviously, if you fail out, it's a waste. But like you know, there's leniency there mm-hmm. versus work you need it to survive. Like if you're not going to get paid, you're, how do you live? How do you do anything? Right. And I feel like that's such a different, like mental stress, even though college is expensive, it's like a different mental state because it's not the hour, you know, it's not like the nine to five every day that I work is money in my bank account kind of thing, which I think goes a long way. I don't know which one's right or wrong, or if there's a better one, but it's a different like peace of mind you get from that. Like you don't really get when you're working a job just because like you feel like a little bit more obligated because it's a lot more of your day to day is dependent upon it. No, yeah, I agree. And I feel like with also like a job, it's not what you like, obviously our classes and like college like helped us prepare for it, but it's like a totally different world. And so you're also learning that job and then trying to learn yourself and getting stressed that you're not doing good at the job and then it makes you feel stressed about yourself there's this whole Mm -hmm. cycle for me personally like I feel like that was like a lot of like my first year of like at post-grad life like figuring out like what like what is life right now and then Mm -hmm. you go to another job so every um you're like I've got a I feel like I'm starting over learning this new job even though I went to school for four years what am I doing (laughs) and so it's just like I don't know being in your 20s is so confusing because like you're like trying to figure it out but I've heard when you get to your 30s you just stop caring about everything that's nice crazy that's the dream right right now I care about (laughs) everything too much some may say yeah now I think there's a there's a transition that goes there because you realize that the things that you probably thought were huge life or death things actually aren't yeah especially with work I think that's a big thing where it's like I used to get and I still do but like like get stressed about work stuff like oh I have this project that I have to do and it's like if I do it bad people are gonna judge me and all this stuff but I don't know everyone's doing work and like I feel like we probably think too much about what other people mm-hmm. actually not only think, but what they actually even realize, like what they can actually recognize. You know what I mean? Like yeah. if I do poor, like I, the project I complete is not up to my standards. What are the chances that someone else is even going to notice? Yeah. Cause they, I put these standards onto myself. They aren't necessarily the other people's standards that they put for me, you know, unless there's a rubric, it's not like, you know, if you get the work done, why are they going to view it negatively in that sense? You know what I mean? No, I get that. And I also like to piggyback off of that, like, I feel like a lot of times too, like, and I'm sure I feel like you've probably felt this too. Like there are so many people around you that are like older, like not super, like not that much older, but like older in their career. And so Mm -hmm. I personally like feel like I subconsciously compare myself to that when I'm like, I'm literally 24. I'm not going to (laughs) be in the same place that they're in right now because they were in my situation at the time and they built up to where they are right now. Mm-hmm. And so, like, I feel like I like put a lot of like stress on myself because I feel like I have to be somewhere so like soon when it's really like 
because you like start to compare yourself to like who they are now when they're in a totally different place of life than I am. Does that make sense? No, imposter syndrome is a real thing. I used to get it pretty bad in class, like in college, because like there were, especially computer science, there'd be kids that would come in that their coding projects were like insane. But, like yeah. I coded uh, Facebook and I'm like, what? <laughs> so they're just like, yeah, I did this crazy thing. And I'm so confused. But then, and it is kind of a, like a, a cliche, but like to think about like, oh, if they knew all this stuff you did, like, would they want to be in your shoes whole thing? Like, cause they probably, I know a lot of people that are older in the career probably just wish they had the time that we had, you know, just like as yeah. kids, but it's also tough. Cause I mean, everything has their ups and downs. I don't want to feel the pressure to be like every second I have now I'm wasting if I'm not doing something, you know what I mean? Which is very easy to feel like, I feel like. Oh, for sure. Before yeah, COVID, that was like everything to me. I feel like I had to be around yeah. people literally all the time. So then it makes you even more lonely when you're just like literally just having a night to yourself. You're like, I'm the loneliest person in the world. But then Dude. COVID happened and my FOMO went out the door. I literally was, <laughs> I literally don't think I have FOMO anymore. Like, That's which good. is crazy. You, you... <laughs> I decided, I was like, man, I kind of enjoy being alone. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I think that's also just like a weird thing because like, I mean, 21 year old me like would have literally never said that. Like I hate mm-hmm. being alone. So it's one of those things that's like still like a learning by yourself. Like ah, I'm a different person now, which is weird, mm-hmm. but exciting. No, for sure. Do you think that that's kind of like the preliminary uh, parts of the whole meme where you get 30 and you stop caring? Yeah, I surely hope so. If I'm <laughs> 30 and I'm still caring about anything other than Twitter, I've failed. Twitter's sitting there like <laughs> my like, family, my rubbing family their hands together. Done. My friends, done. Sky high, done. No. Twitter? Yes. <laughs> I like how the answer Twitter, yes. <laughs> Twitter gives like me the best it. memes. <laughs> it really do though. But no, with the whole it it's tough because especially, I mean, everyone right now is sick and tired of talking about COVID because it's been such a big thing in our lives. But I think for posterity's sake, if we ever listen to this in the future, it's good to know just how truly crazy COVID has been. Like, it's been insane. And like, since we talk about it every day, it's like boring, like no duh. But you know, 10 years from now, hopefully when this is all done, it'll be kind of crazy to look back and be like, that was such a wild time, right? 10 years and from so- now. 10 Hopefully years from now, sooner. you think I'm going to be looking back? Uh, yeah, you wouldn't care by that point, right? <laughs> That's the whole thing. I'm looking forward, baby. I'm looking at Twitter. <laughs> I'm looking at the present. <laughs> I'm looking at my timeline, dog. Twitter is crazy Not right now. the timeline. <laughs> no, but I don't know. It's, it is like a whole life-changing walk. I mean, obviously, if it kind of like helped you know, with FOMO stuff, like it has to be life-changing. And that's how like everyone is in that same boat. And so it's pretty wonky. I will say one of the things, even through COVID that definitely with the twenties, like I think filled up a lot of my time and helped a lot with moving away from uh, Statesboro is just that I got to travel a little bit pre-COVID, a little bit post, not quote unquote post-COVID because it's still going on, but when it was like driving was acceptable before, you know, Omicron and Delta and all that. Mm-hmm. But um just being able to travel with people was really nice. And not everyone gets that chance to do it, but it was 
a good transition from college because like it, it felt like doing something new which I think is something that I really needed but it also I don't know it just gave me a good reason to hang out with people that I don't get to often like I talk a lot about how that's kind of weddings to this extent right now in my like time in my life when a lot of people are getting married is weddings are a great well obviously they're great because I get to see two people I care about a lot get married but also and a more selfish reason I get to like see people that I don't get to see very often that I, I do care a lot about so it's like super cool to get that but it is also sad because it's kind of like after a wedding, every time I'm driving home, I'm like, wow, is that the last time I'm going to see these people? And I'm like, when's the next time I'm going to see these people? You know, like different groups that like I wouldn't necessarily go out of my way to see all the time, but like I still care about. And like there's no feasible way to do that consistently with everyone. You know, like you do have to limit your your friend group. You can't have hundreds of them all the time. Like maybe you could in college because they were literally right next to you down the street i'm not saying my friend group was massive but like people that i'm never going to see again i was at least on talking terms and relative friends with in college you know first of all that was wedding propaganda if you're listening to this wedding don't propaganda. invite me to yeah. your wedding oh. don't invite me i'll send you a gift i do feel the same way about traveling in the sense that last year like i got to travel to places I'd never been to before, like New York City, Dalen and Jalen. Hey. Got to go to New York <laughs> City. And I'd never been able to go there before, like LA. And like, that's another thing I do want to say being in your 20s is super difficult, but it is really cool, in my opinion, that like, yes, this is the first time that I'm like making real life money. And like, no, it's not like a lot of real life money, but it's enough to like do cool things, like you said, like I've never done before. And like experience things I've never done before and seeing places that are not Georgia and it's just really fun um and so I totally agree with you in the sense of like you just get to like do things that like in college you just like didn't get to experience because like I was making like $40 a week like <laughs> working on working on campus <laughs> and I use that for a living <laughs> no <laughs> for sure it's I mean like when we were in New York we get to have like nice food because we we decided prior we're like we're not gonna worry about saving money because you know it's one of those things we don't know the next time we're going to so like might as well spend the money we want you know don't let any of that hold us back but that only happens once you're making enough money to be able to do that for sure and i so, would arguably say am i making enough money to do that who knows i mean you could budget stuff around like if you're like this is the trip and then obviously work around that don't like make it so you can't live and like you use all your savings but I feel like it's more reasonable than we think. And maybe this is like from a, a place of privilege, but I think it's more reasonable than we think to be able to be like, okay, this is a trip we want to save up for. I'm going to save a good chunk of money. Like if you just, you know, spend less money on like going out to eat, which is something I was really bad about, I would get like go out pretty often, especially in college. But like that saves you a ton. And I'm not saying that everyone has to do that because everyone values different things. But I was surprised that I was able to afford it relatively easily because of just like going into it aware. I feel like the, the tough thing is if you go into a trip on a budget and then you go over it, you feel terrible. So if you just go into a trip and you're like, I'm going to spend money, it's not nearly as bad feeling. It may be worse for your pocket, but, but it's, it doesn't feel as bad. Post, Dalen Post advice for your 20s. Just spend the money. <laughs> hey, hey, I'm hey, going to make it past. Say. You know what they say? I hmm? I don't chase, I attract. That's what they say on TikTok. Is it related what? to 
dating when they say that yes but i am saying it in relation to money Literally i do not never chase the life. bag the bag attracts me or the bag attra- is attracted to me uh-huh and the bag huh. is not a duffel bag it is a, a money <laughs> Jayla, that was i don't think anyone could have said it better <laughs> I think that was the most eloquently said thing I've ever heard in my life. So that's what I say about our 20s. I say the 20s, the 20s of the 20s is about the grind, but the grind is about you. Uh-huh. Yeah. So the 20s yeah, yeah. are about me. Exactly. Whoa. Exactly. If anyone tells you that you need to work hard in your 20s to like be okay in your 30s and your 40s and dare I say retirement, don't listen to them. Spend that money. Mm-hmm. Make those friends that are fleeting. Go to that job and then quit a day later. I mean it. I Wait mean a minute, Jayla. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Just said, do it. Do whatever you want. I don't know. Ever try heroin? It's not up to me to decide. <laughs> do whatever you want. This, this is now a sponsored euphoria page. Drugs. Oh, God. Do I drugs. I euphoria so much. I've literally never seen it, but the tweets are so funny. Be like me at Euphoria High, and it's just like a dude covered in powder. And I'm like, I'm assuming they do an ass load of drugs in that show. Yeah, somebody say it's about drug use. Like, <laughs> I wouldn't, I wouldn't say that. But oh, Jalen's not. She's too avant-garde to state the obvious. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, you got this. You got your 20s. You got post-grad life. You got those jobs. Just eff it. You can do whatever you want. We are literally all going to die one day. Might as well spend that money. And don't even use afterpay. Don't even use afterpay. Use afterpay. Spend all the money in your account right now and then say what I say. I don't chase. I attract. Jalen, this is the worst financial advice I've ever heard in my life. I like it though. Here, I, I'm actually going into a new career sponsored mm. um, my new financial and interest rate company called Jalen Wynn Finances and Co. <laughs> if you want to book me. Um... <laughs> <laughs> See, the great thing about it is, you know, Jalen's legit because she said, if you want to book me and she called it an interest rate company. <laughs> so, you know, Jalen's aware of what she's talking about. <laughs> That's the beauty of it. <laughs> How could you not trust her when she knows all the right words? <laughs> and that's how you survive your 20s. I think I realized this moral of the story. The moral mm-hmm. of the story is not to spend that money. Yeah, spend it. But the but the real way to just survive your 20s is just to listen to me. Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How you feel about that? I, I'm vibing with it. That's part of the humble second major, right? That you got. <laughs> It's curriculum for that one. I was once conceited, but now I'm perfect. Now I'm perfect. <laughs> but oh my god, you're not wrong. And like, I mean, you're memeing, but you're also not wrong. I mean, you could do the me strat and plan on dying at 29, and then spend all your money now. And then you're oh, dying at 29. Boom. I'm dying mm-hmm. at 46. Uh, that's a good age. Yeah, yeah, mm. yeah. I got about 22 years left. Damn, see you later. I got 22 years left to change the world. If I'm changing the world and if I've changed it, what's the point of 
Huh? <laughs> what? What are you saying? <laughs> if if I've changed I, the world if and I, changed it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We get it. I have a stutter. Okay. Call me no, out. No, but I wanna I'm Break trying to figure it out. Stutter no, I'm trying to figure out what you're saying, Jayla. I've already changed the world at 46. I've already gone to hell in Georgia. Like I've tubed. What are you saying? <laughs> You're tubed? Am I yeah. stupid? What like is on that the mean? lake. Like I've tubed. <laughs> oh. I thought, that was like, I thought that was like a state of being. <laughs> I was like, Jayla, like, I wish to be like tubed as well. Status, my Facebook status feeling tubed. <laughs> tubed. <laughs> I was so confused. Sorry, 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 guys. Sorry. Here's, I didn't mean to. What I was trying to say is I have changed the world. I've gone to Helen, Georgia. Like what else is there to do? Like, mm-hmm. Yeah. Here, here's on a more serious-ish note, I guess. Okay. Because <laughs> I know, I know that a lot of people aren't going to be satisfied with like quote unquote their life unless they feel like they've uh, changed the world or like done something that they find impactful, right? Like I know a lot of people that are like, you know, I just want to do something so great and grand, and then I feel like I would have done it. I feel like I've always been in that position where it's like, I don't know necessarily like not not, I mean obviously I want to like leave a mark on the planet like do something great you know but I don't necessarily know like if that is my goal because like I feel like even if I do do that I don't necessarily know if I'll be like ah there it is but I also think that that's one of the the pitfalls right people are like once I do this once I have a kid or once I make like great art I would have done it and then they realize that you still have to keep living after that and they're like oh no so if I, if for like advice of your twenties, you know, it's not as serious as you think, probably like if me and Jalen are able to do it, I think anyone can, we aren't like the most prepared people on the planet. We're not the most unprepared people either, but like, I don't know. I'm pretty impressed with what we were able to do. I feel like we're doing a good job. <laughs> yeah, I do agree though. I mean, like no one, not everyone can be the president of the United States like anyone can be we like but not everyone can be and, so, mm. and i say that like in a serious way of like and the constitution yeah direct quote yeah it, that, thomas jefferson wait no that was declaration of <laughs> anyone can do it but not everyone can be it obama <laughs> that's what he said <laughs> no oh seriously my God. i feel like when we put so much pressure on ourselves we like screw ourselves over like subconsciously because like not everyone can be the biggest world changer that you see on TV all the time. Like, I think anyone can be a world changer, but like that depends on your definition of that. Mm-hmm. Like you going day to day with your life and like changing the world in your everyday life, in my opinion, should be enough. And so when we put that pressure on ourselves, we kind of just mess ourselves up in like these unrealistic expectations when really just go with your day to day life. Like, make the just romanticize your life like that's what i would do Mm -hmm. i'm gonna start vlogging and showing (laughs) no one but myself maybe like the life of jaylen win you're gonna be like on your deathbed be like these were what did it these vlogs honestly but like (laughs) (laughs) now here's (laughs) here's he makes a great point (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> these vlogs are gonna be the last thing keeping me down to this earthly realm and the thing is i am so a little bit conceited i i bet it would <laughs> hey Jalen, i won't tell anyone that'll be between you and your deathbed and your vlogs <laughs> but here's here's one of the things 
is that I think striving for want to do something like that, like wanting to do something perfect or to be something big is totally fine because I think it's good to have high expectations. I think the difficulty comes in understanding that either there's, there's only two options, right? Either A, you won't reach that expectation that you set for yourself and you'll be disappointed. Or B, this thing will have been such a big expectation for you that once you achieve it, if you do happen to achieve it, you realize that it wasn't actually that great to begin with. So it's like, I don't think anyone has ever been like, even the greatest artists in the world, the presidents of the United States, all these people, I don't think they've ever achieved a thing that they were looking at for like their whole life and they're like, yes, like that's it. You know what I mean? Because like, I feel like you can be content in a lot of things in life. I mean, you have to be for like the human condition or else everyone will go mad. But I think there's a balance between wanting to do great things and striving for it and also realizing that like life is a constant thing of moving expectations. And if you set them up like these grand things in life and you hit them, you're going to realize that, you know, you have to have a new goal. If you do achieve it and you don't have another goal, like what's the point? Like that was me in high school going into college. Like when in, I was in high school, I was super short-sighted and I thought that college was going to be the, the end all be all. And it was great. And I loved it. And I like achieved it, but then, you know, you got to make another goal because if your life ends at college, you know, you got to keep moving. It doesn't stop with that all the time. Yeah. And I think that leads me to, I think we should just do like one little piece, like last piece of advice. Mm-hmm. So my last piece of advice is kind of what Post was talking about. Like you shouldn't put your all into one thing because there's always going to be something else always going to be something that you want to strive for you should just put your contentness in what you're doing even when it's difficult and so when you're going through those 20s I personally think just go just live in the present which sounds really silly but like it's a sense of like see what you're doing and be proud of what you're where you're at because we're all in different places in our 20s Um, and so don't go for that one goal because then when you reach that there's going to be always another goal um, that and so and I think that just leads to a really vicious cycle Um, and so my piece of advice is just be content where you are, even when it's hard to. No, that's good advice. I would say um, it's kind of along the same lines. It's it, it's the fact of appreciate things in the moment a little bit more than you think you might need to in the sense of, you know, there's this concept that as you get older, you know, life feels like it's going by quicker. And that's definitely true. I mean, at least I feel like right now, days tend to blur by because they're all so similar. So my advice would be to do things that are different than what you normally do. And that might be tough, but even if you can't just like take the time to appreciate time, because I think we go through so many times in our life where we're trying to rush through stuff, which is fine if it's like work or if it's something that's, you know, not good for your mental health, definitely like move past it. But simple things like reading or like appreciating a movie and like really thinking about it makes the time in your memory longer, which I think goes a long way because like a lot of my fondest memories in college are like little moments that aren't huge pockets of time and actual time, but take up a lot of my mental real estate. And so like I think being present and appreciating moments is a big thing because I mean, life it's going to come at you quick. And so if you got a lot of those moments that you can look back on and be happy, I think that's what really will get you through it. No, I love that. I think that's amazing advice, truly. Well, that's all we got for you folks. Well, I've been Dalen. And I've been Jalen. And we've been talking. (laughs) 